Welcome everybody to Podcast Today for June 17th, 2016. I've already done three episodes on E3 and two previews on E3, but my E3 coverage would not be complete without the comprehensive thoughts of Tanner. I'm back. Popular demand. You're you're just... I'm, I'm considering just having you in the background of every episode now. That'd be great. Kind of like, you know, there's the, the rumor that there's a Superman reference in every episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. I, I, I could be your Superman reference. Or like, you know, some late night shows have an announcer. Sure. That, you know, they just pitched every so often. Yeah, I'll do that too. Yeah, you're just uh, Tanner, what do you think? Like, <laughs> you won't even be there sometimes. It's like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> you could just use, you, surely you have enough, there's enough recorded hours of my voice available online. You can just like grab stuff that would make sense. I think Gar is great. <laughs> yeah. You just it'd be it would be great. It'd make for a tremendous banter. Rename the show Podcast a Day, you know, hosted by Garrett Kidney, featuring Tanner T. Ooh. It's like it's like a, you're a guest star. <laughs> yeah, every every show. <laughs> Anywho, as we speak, pretty much, E3 is wrapping up for 2016. It's a sad day. Yeah. Well, in fairness, the last day of E3 is always the most boring one because literally nothing is happening. Yeah, nothing happens. Pretty much after Tuesday. I mean, well, you had, you had Nintendo at least still revealing some stuff yesterday. So, I mean, th that was good. But you usually after like Tuesday afternoon of E3, E3 is just dead. Yep. It's just people going to play games. And who yeah. cares about that? Yeah. E3 is dead unless you're in L.A. So and actually at E3 where you can yeah. stand in line for five and a half hours to play Zelda. Yep. I, I saw yesterday. I think it was yesterday. If you didn't get in the Legend of Zelda line within the first, like, 15 minutes of uh, the doors opening at E3, then uh, the line was closed for the rest of the day. Like, you literally could not even stand in line. They were like, this line's already too long. And, like, they literally devoted their entire E3 setup to Zelda. It's not like, yeah. you know, they, they wasted space on, you know, you can play freaking Ever Oasis. Woo. It's like, everything <laughs> is Zelda. <laughs> and they still yeah, didn't it... have enough room for everybody. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm interested to know how many like demo like units they had running Zelda. I've I've seen like pictures and they looked up around thirty. I want to say. So you get you have to figure 30, 30 people at a time with thirty minute sessions. I mean, you're looking at couple couple hundred people. That's, a lot of people. Yeah, sixty an hour, and E three is open for what nine hours. So nine hours. So what five six or thirty? No, five forty. So about 540 people get to play Zelda. Yeah. Give or take, if my math is right. Yeah. And my no, estimate of the number of the kiosks, demo yeah. units. But it, watch it be something insane, like uh, they had 100 kiosks running. They probably did now. Because <laughs> I, I saw one photo, and probably behind that photo is probably another 100 demo units. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is the secret area. Yep. There, there's probably no better place to start than The Legend of Zelda. What a, what a game that's going to be. <laughs> It's, it's baffling in just how big and amazing it looks. It's called Breath of the Wild, by the way. Yes, uh, which is a great subtitle for it. It is. It, ca it really does capture the game, doesn't it? Yeah. You know what sure. that game's about. Breath of, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yep. And it's a game so. heavily focusing on nature. and It's not an open world game. That's not the word they use. They say it's an open air game. It's an open air adventure game. Which is... <laughs> Which is only something Nintendo would do. It's not. It's not open world. We swear. <laughs> I I know you've you know fallen in love with it. Uh, the area that they demoed during E3, you know, I thought that was big, but I saw a GIF of the pan out map, and good God, it's not. I mean, maybe a twentieth of they, the map. They said that the the area in the demo at E3 is two percent of the overall game. Oh, so that's a fiftieth. Yep. Okay, well, good lord. That game is giant. And, like, I've, I've seen people play that game for a good six or seven hours. I've watched gameplay footage and seen new things and different things every single time. Yeah. So and multiply that, that by 50. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's... I, I don't... I can't fathom that a game like that is real. It's... And, like, there's so much things to do and different things happening. And it's so un-Zelda-like, but it's Zelda-like at the same time. Yeah. In a really just... weird way. Yeah, and they've pretty much, because the story of this game is pretty much, you're the story. Yeah, it's it's the same old like, Zelda story. It's like Link awake, Ganon evil, stop him. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm pumped to play it, and I want it to be out now. I I assume I said this on podcast today yesterday. I assume it's out in March. 
I, I ha you have to assume this comes out the same day as the NX. It has to be a launch title. It absolutely has to be. And I, I, I think this game is closer to being finished than not finished. Yes. And they're just holding it off until the NX is released. Yeah. And just think of this. All that footage we saw was Wii U footage. It was. And it looked great on and Wii it U. Fantastic. Well, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some, you know, pretty games on the Wii U. Just look at 3D World, Captain Toad, you know. So, I mean, it's no surprise, but like, I, the, the NX version is just going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be the, the definitive version. And I'm going to have to play on the NX. You'd assume it would be just prettier. Yeah. And it's a pretty game to begin with. Hopefully run better. Cause I, not that it didn't look like it run great, but. Because it, art style wise, it's kind of using the the kind of painting, the watercolor painting style of Skyward Sword mixed with the cell shading style of Wind Waker. Yeah, which uh, I'm, in my opinion, like the two prettiest Zelda games. So yeah, they they made something look good on the Wii, which is mind boggling. <laughs> yeah, which you know, bless their poor souls. The Wii is not a powerful console. <laughs> Some would say it's not even a console. Well. It, it, it plays games so <laughs> you know what else plays games uh nokia a snake snake is a good game don't don't you diss nokia or nokia as we say this in this part of the world oh is that is that true we say nokia rather than nokia yeah why i don't know we're closer to finland so clearly we're right clearly you're wrong because you're adding about four or five more sounds in there sure <laughs> you can jump in zelda now that's i'm st I'm still fa like i'm looking back on footage of it and like i can't believe it's a real game it's just ah like oh my goodness like I, I like i'm pretty sure i've said this on here before i i've haven't really really played a zelda game before i mean i have played a zelda game but not really like become you know enthralled with it but this game if there was one to do it it'd be this one I played most Zelda games because I I didn't play many until I got a Wii U in 2014. Yeah. And now I played pretty much all of them. In fact, I think I have played all of them. I finished a good bunch of them. And I, I, I desperately want this game. I want this game so badly. Because it, yeah. it, it's a mix of like so many different games. There's cooking and there's climbing and there's this huge open world with lots of things to do. And then it still feels like a Zelda game, which is amazing how they managed to take all these things that aren't Zelda conventions and, and throw them all into this game and still make it feel like Zelda. Yeah, it's just... It's so exciting. 2017, let me tell you. It's looking like a hell of a year for games. Yeah, The Last Guardian will be released in 2017 too. I completely agree with you. Although, I already pre-ordered it, just in case. Because they... What's October 25th, isn't it? Yes, October 25th. They, they showed about... 600 times more of Zelda at E3, which is a 2017 game, than Sony showed up The Last Guardian, which is a, a game that's out in four months. I mean, to be fair, I think The Last Guardian has to be near completion at this point. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 it has to be. It wasn't even playable. There was no demo. There was a demo. It just wasn't playable on the floor. From what I understood on Twitter. There, there was a media demo. Yes. But there was, I've seen no footage of a media demo. Yeah, I haven't seen footage of it. I, I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't believe it'll come out in October either. But, you know, it's fun to believe. I'm just glad it exists. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a game I'm definitely going to grab. Just because I, I feel like we've never really... Well, Duke Nukem, I guess. Which I hate comparing Duke Nukem to The Last Guardian. But I feel like this is the unicorn that, that everybody acknowledged exists. When everybody gets this, they're going to be like, this game should not be real. But it is. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Final Fantasy XV is a bit of a unicorn game as well, isn't it? Oh, God. I did. <laughs> this, the thing is, it's like it's like the, the unicorn cousin. Yeah. In, in the sense of, <laughs> they were like, we know about you and we've seen you for years. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play with you too. One of them will, I believe, Final Fantasy XV will be released this year. You would have to think if they... If they were going to announce a delay, it would have been at E3. The, the Square was relatively quiet at E3, actually. Final Fantasy XV had a brief clip in the, the Sony press conference, plus and, a crappy yeah. little VR thing, but who cares about that? Yeah, and it also had the uh, the fighting the Titan, I believe, in uh, the Xbox, the Microsoft conference. Yeah, 
that did not sell me on the game. If anything, that made me uh, want to stay away from the game. Because <laughs> they, they showed none of Kingdom Hearts and none of Final Fantasy VII HD remaster, whatever they're calling it. Which is interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, they they released the 2.8, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 trailer a couple days before E3, and it said at the end of the video, they're like, hey, more Kingdom Hearts info in the winter. I'm like, okay, that's good. Because you have to assume they have to get some of these titles out. Yeah. Because it's right now Square Enix is that company. They're like, hey, we're making 4,000 games. Because so, they're releasing Hitman as well this year. Well, they're slowly releasing Hitman this year. Yeah, so, which people say that's really good. Yeah, I've heard very good things, but so, episodic stuff turns me off. Yeah, I'm the same way. What, they have Final Fantasy in September, and then World of Final Fantasy is in October? It's toward the end of the year anyway, yeah. Yeah, so I would say definitely get those two out before we start focusing on Kingdom Hearts again. How many people work for them? When you, you have about, to, like, at least 15. <laughs> at least, yeah. At uh, least 15. You have Final Fantasy 15, giant game. Final Fantasy yep. 7 HD, giant game. Yep. Kingdom Hearts, giant game. Even stuff like Tomb Raider and stuff like Hitman are really big games. And then there's this like, yeah, we're just remaking Final Fantasy 12. Sure, why not? Oh, yeah. And then that's at the beginning of next year, I think, is the rumor. Yeah. Or is it just 2017? It's just 2017 for the moment. But based on the fact that that game was actually playable at E3, I assume that's, that's closer to the start of next year than the end. Yeah, so... I, like I, I'm okay with it as I'm a huge Kingdom Hearts fan as I have went into detail on this podcast numerous times at this point huge Kingdom Hearts fan but you know I, I want to see something like last year we saw a little bit of it and then you always see these like glimpse these glimpses of it but I want to see more yeah they're like oh Baymax and Big Hero 6 is in it but we're not going to show you much of it and then say anything about it for a year yeah and and that's the one thing that annoys me about Kingdom Hearts they're like, hey, we have something super cool to show you, and here's the concept art. And you're like, oh man, that's so cool. Like, uh, you know, the like the Big Hero Six art, but then haven't heard anything about it. So you have to assume it's either going to be at to- well, Tokyo Game Shows in September. So it'd have to be at a PlayStation Experience in December, if I had to guess. Or they showed some footage at what's the name of Disney's big yearly thing? Not Disney Infinity. No, yeah, they they do a big yearly Disney conference out in LA. Oh, uh, D23. Yeah, and they showed some of it there last year, didn't they? I'm pretty yeah, certain that, that's where they did. they did the the big Hero Six reveal, isn't it? Maybe it was. Oh, yep, you're right. I remember watching that on Periscope. Yep. Because I don't think there was an official stream for it. So, but yeah, they totally did. And see, the thing is, that art never even made it online. No. So, the only way to watch to have seen that is watch a Periscope stream. Which is a weird way to release information to the people that want to buy your game. Yeah, it's it's frustrating, but you know, I'm I'm hanging on. I'm again, it's one of those things I'm just glad it exists. Yep. Sony kind of did what they did last year where there's like, here's a bunch of really cool stuff, but none of it is coming out anytime soon. Yeah, that's that's what annoys me uh about Sony. It's it's so bad because everything they showed looked great aside from one game. I was not interested in that days gone i believe yeah. is what it was called not interested in that at all it looked very generic here's some zombies shoot them you're a biker yeah and it's it's single player there's no multiplayer aspect or no online co-op to it like at least that would added an element of you know not many of those games do that but it's single player like i, I have no interest zero interest in it they also revealed crash they kind of bait and switched this on crash but maybe for the better I, I was about to get to that. I, for one, would much rather the three confirmed great Crash games to get re, you know remastered and you know remade from the ground up, as was said, as opposed to us potentially getting a new one that could suck. Yeah. I really hope the character model isn't like the one in Skylanders, though, because he looked weird. Yeah, the Skylanders one was rough. But you have to assume if it's a remaster... Hopefully they'll just take the the you know the classic crash and make them all you know spiffy. Yeah, because the folks behind Abe did a really good job of that as well with new and tasty, where they rebuilt the original Abe's Odyssey game in HD. I'm excited for it. Again, I think that would be the hope. I mean, th- that's best case scenario what they did. Yep. They I also think. revealed I... who actually owns Crash. It is Activision. It is Activision, which is interesting. 
because there had been some rumblings that Activision didn't own them anymore. And Sony bought them back, or Naughty yeah, Dog has them again, or whatever. Yeah. Which, I mean, you have to assume not, Naughty Dog's done with Crash. I mean, yeah. I think that much is all. I think Naughty Dog is a. They're, they're probably hard at work on The Last uh, the last of Us 2. You would think so, unless they have a new IP going. Which, I mean, would be interesting considering Uncharted's done with. So you'd have to think they would come up with something new. Well, yeah, if they're going to release more than one game or have more than one franchise on the go, they would yeah. have to. You'd have to show something. Unless they're like, maybe Crash wouldn't be a bad idea. I, I think they'd still make a really good Crash game. Oh, I think they would too. But uh, I think they're going for more kind of emotionally mature games these days. But yeah, for sure. Crash against... Yeah, Crash and uh, the, the Last of Us, not really the same genre of game. Though kind of Uncharted and Crash kind of are. How so? You can you can see the DNA of Crash when you play an Uncharted game, even even down to like the visual aesthetic when you're going through jungles and ruins and stuff. Okay. I don't uh, think I, I you can see the, you can't see a through line between Crash and, and The Last of Us. It's it's not there, but uh, you you can see how Crash evolved into Uncharted. Well, well, Gary, I have something to share with you. Go on. I don't think The Last of Us is a good game. I haven't played The Last of Us, so I couldn't tell okay. you. Well. <laughs> I think that's a bigger bomb than not liking The Last of Us. <laughs> I, I genuinely do not think it is that good of a game. As I look, it's it's sitting on my shelf. I haven't played it. Not missing much, in my opinion. The big thing, probably the biggest thing coming out of Sony is God of War. Yeah, and the totally different look and feel and everything of it. Yeah, it felt like a Tomb Raider game almost, didn't it? I got a... I don't want to say Last of Us because I just said I didn't like The Last of Us. But it very much looked like Last of Us, just with God of War. Yeah. Which is, I've never played a God of War game either, but I, that that trailer did did hook me in. I I want to play that game now. Oh no, for sure. I'm uh I'm definitely interested in it, just because Norse Norse uh, mythology interests me a lot more than Greek mythology. You so for Thor to Hercules, do you? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, just in uh, because in elementary school we learned a lot about like Greek mythology and just doesn't interest me anymore. I'm interested in the in the kid, like. What is he? You know, there's some theories rolling around online that uh, the kid's actually Beowulf. I, I, I had a theory, actually, that the well, kid hey. is Kratos and not and the who, flashback. Wait, what? Yeah, mind blown. So you think the kid's Kratos, but also bearded Kratos is Kratos? No, bearded Kratos is Kratos' dad. Oh. And that's that, a flashback, and he brings you into the future then. Hmm. Telling the story of how Kratos became Kratos. Garrett, you're blowing my mind right now. I know. I, I know. I guess that would be an interesting theory. I, one of my friends had the theory that the God of War, like Greek trilogy, never happened. And this is God of War from the perspective as if it got dropped into Norse mythology, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, this is kind of a series re reboot as opposed to a sequel. Yeah, because it's not God of War 4. It is. They did just call it God of War. At least for now. Yeah, for now. Which, uh, you know, they did with Battle Battlefront, and look what happened to that. <laughs> hey, Battlefront VR X-Wing missions, what more do you want? <laughs> we we provide for the players, and what the players want is VR-exclusive X-Wing missions. Can we talk about the PlayStation VR for a second? And the fact that I don't want it? Uh, let's talk about the fact that it's $400 damn dollars. Yep. For a, a, a per, what is ostensibly a peripheral correct me if i'm wrong is that not more than the current playstation 4 oh most definitely i mean it has because i bought my launch playstation 4 for 400 dollars. yeah and that's i can't imagine i mean i guess the neo would probably be on over 400 but again no like for, like 400 dollars. i remember saying because i'm interested in vr as a whole as i've you know said before i'm interested in vr because i'm interested to see how the technology evolves with everything but four hundred dollars for for PlayStation VR is just that's not a very comfortable price range when you're going to release this Neo next year, and then you have Xbox releasing their Scorpio, and then you have the NX coming out. I mean, you can't fathomably believe that somebody's going to pay four hundred dollars for a pair of goggles, especially. For a pair of goggles that will allow you to play a series of mini games. Yeah, and because here's the thing with VR, nothing in VR is, from what I understand, it is there 
did they specifically say there's anything that's VR exclusive? Well, the, there was the Batman Arkham VR thing, which was, from what I've read, it's just you putting on a bat suit and then you standing in the same location solving crimes, which sounds very exciting. Uh, it sounds like, uh, yeah, just exciting. <laughs> yeah. Resident Evil 7 will be a 100% VR game, a game that is 100% compatible with VR. But yeah, there's nothing on VR that's like, this is why you need to play. This is why you need. It doesn't have its Super Mario. Yeah, uh, for sure. And the the Final Fantasy thing, I think, got me the most. It's apparently woeful. Oh, the VR demo? Did they have one? Yeah, I, I was reading a review of someone who played it. And it's just like, this is terrible. Well, <laughs> that's no good. I'm so. dampening your love of VR. I mean, I'm not totally convinced it's going to it's going to take a couple of years. Oh, it will definitely take a while, but uh, any of these gimmicks that are like, oh, it increases immersion. There's not a, a Nintendo Wii game that was better off because of motion controls. There's not a 3DS game. Well, there might be a, a one, maybe two that were better. It was better off because of the inclusion of 3D. Good Absolutely. games are good games. They're just, they're just gimmicks, Garrett. But here's the thing with the 3DS and the, and the Wii and the Wii U. You didn't have to pay four hundred dollars for those features yeah and the wii was a hundred bucks as well yeah i guess the wii at one point was a hundred bucks i'm pretty sure it launched close enough to it that was they went very cheap on the wii i can't i think i paid 200 for my wii Ooh. i got mine fairly close to launch but enough about vr they showed a lot of horizon zero dawn which is a game i'm looking forward to oh that game is going to be fantastic i'm scared that's going to get delayed yeah it, well it already has been <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm scared it's going to get delayed again. You know how the uh, Witcher 3, it got delayed one time, a fairly significant delay all the way to February, and then it got another like smaller two and a half month delay till May. I'm afraid that's what's going to happen to Horizon. But I'm okay with it because that game looks fantastic. It looks really, really good. And it's, it's colorful. I like color. Yes, I don't. We need to get, I'm glad we're kind of stepping away from it. I say we, like me and you develop games, of course. Of course we do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad they are stepping away from, you know what? I think gray on gray on gray on gray looks kind of stupid. Yep. We have these really powerful consoles that can show these beautiful, wonderful things. But all we do is let them show grays and freaking browns. So, yay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very happy that Horizon looks to be an extremely colorful game, even God of War, which is, you know, usually a not very colorful game, looked very colorful. Yeah, there was uh, beautiful lighting in that game. There was, yeah. very, there was a lot of volumeric god rays in that game, too. Yeah, and then, you know, a deer. Animals. So, <laughs> yeah, so any game with animals, automatic 8 out of 10, very, at the, the very yeah. worst. Yeah, so Last Guardian gets 8 out of 10, or Horizon Zero Dawn gets 8 out of 10, Zelda gets 8 out of 10, God of War gets 8 out of 10. Yes, at least. That's just the baseline. Yep. And so, we saw Death Stranding as well, which was, I don't even know. Well, that game won't be out till I'm a father, so. <laughs> Knowing Kojima and his weird mind. I mean, I just, they don't have an engine picked out for it yet. No. So, I mean, at the minimum, that game's three years away. That game hasn't even been started, like. Yeah, I mean, that was the, that's the only thing for the game that's been worked on. Yeah. I guarantee it. So, you have to figure at a minimum three years and that's pushing it probably more like five or six and what else oh yeah there's spider-man oh spider-man looks great from what we saw especially being made by insomniac yeah i'm very excited that it's made from uh that's made by insomniac mm -hmm. and uh i think somebody from marvel came out and made the statement of oh yeah we want to make good games now i'm like wow where did this come from you, you're sitting on all these cool properties and now you decide to let people make cool games what a concept. Just, just license them out to studios and let them make good stuff. Yeah, like, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a Telltale Marvel game coming up as well. Yep. Soon-ish. So, exci I'm, I'm excited for it, and I love Spider-Man. So, I'm interested to see what they do with, uh, you know, the franchise. We also have Microsoft Bethesda. Who cares about EA? EA didn't do anything interesting. EA was awful. EA was obviously the worst demo. Besides Battlefield 1. I think Battlefield 1 looked really good. Yeah, but that's that's it for EA. Who cares? Yeah, that is literally it from EA. And they went like an hour with their press conference, which was so stupid. And then they had this whole thing about esports, but with Madden, you know, the one game nobody cares about. And then some guy broke his arm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bethesda had Quake. 
Quake's back from the dead. I I I mean, good for them. It sounds like it's going to be PC exclusive, yeah. which is understandable. But I don't have a powerful enough computer to play it. Neither do I. Probably by the time this thing comes out. Yeah. Oh, by the by the time it comes out, it's going to require a beast. Yep. Um, Skyrim. I'm very excited for Skyrim uh, HD with its volumeric god rays. Well, yeah, with. <laughs> I can't even say that. I feel like if I said that, I'd just sound more stupid than usual. I don't know what volumeric god rays are, but they're I don't know what they are either. I just don't think I can pronounce volumeric. Yep. Is that that right? You nailed it. Well, good for me. But I'm very excited about mod support. Yeah, which is is the hook on console. That is definitely the hook. And I'm I'm going to pick it up, obviously, for my Xbox. Bethesda make games that aren't very good, and then people make them good on the internet. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> it's basically what Bethesda do. Well, I mean, fair. Very fair point. What else? They had Dishonored 2, which looked like more of the same, basically, from Dishonored. I, I wasn't a big fan of Dishonored, to be honest. So I'm glad it's being made. I know a lot of people that like Dishonored. Yeah. But didn't look like my cup of tea based on the demo. And also Prey, which was kind of a survival horror game. Garrett, I have breaking news. Fire away. Ed Kidney just followed me on Twitter. Ed followed you on Twitter. I'm now followed by the three Kidney brothers. You, you have incepted our family. <laughs> I, am I the fourth Kidney brother? <laughs> We're just adopting you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That'd be great. But uh, Prey, I, like, again, I'm glad it's being made. I know a ton of people that liked it, but not my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, not much. But, not much. In, like Skyrim is probably the highlight of Bethesda. I would say so, just because, I mean, I love Skyrim last generation, uh, so I'll love it again this generation, uh, especially if it has a stable frame rate and mod support. Yeah, I saw someone tweeting that uh, this will be the first Skyrim that can actually run on a PlayStation console. It's true, because I I had friends that are huge Elder Scrolls fans, but literally could not play Skyrim because it wouldn't run on their PlayStation 3. Yeah, I remember when I first put it in, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. I had to delete the updates that, that installed just to get the damn thing to work. And I thought updates are supposed to make games better, not break them even more. Not, not true all the time. Yeah. Microsoft, they revealed the Microsoft or the, the Xbox One S and the Scorpio. I'm very interested. I had a bet going if Microsoft would mention teraflops during their conference. Oh. I lost the bet because I didn't think they were going to show the Scorpio this soon. Because PlayStation was, PlayStation didn't show the Neo. They did not, and they came out... Uh, well, to be fair, PlayStation just confirmed that they were doing the Neo, like, what, a week ago? Yeah. And then they were like, but it's not going to be at E3. I think they did it on, like, Fortune.com, or, you know, something every gamer reads. But I'm very, very interested that Microsoft has already shown to Scorpio. I wonder if we'll see more of it at Gamescom. Because, you know, Microsoft always does something at Gamescom when Sony is, you know, quiet pretty much till psx sleeping until their own award yeah stuff it's like we don't care about other people's things yeah we don't we don't need anything you know nintendo has their own directs i'm i'm excited for it here's the part i'm excited about is that it seems like with the scorpio and you have to assume the neo is going to do the same thing it's going to prolong this generation's life or at least well do you think so i i mean how long was the 360s how long did the 360 PS3 and Wii last until all three of the other consoles come out. Like, seven years? Six or seven years, yeah. Six or seven years? You, ha- I mean, these, they've already been out almost three. Yep. So you have to assume, with the Scorpio and Neo coming out next year, next that's Christmas year four, just here, yeah. you have to assume they add at least another four years. And that's an eight-year console generation, which I would consider longer. But you have to, I mean, could possibly even be ten or twelve. Yeah. And Which, you, you're surely reaching the, the point of diminishing returns on adding power to consoles, especially because we, ha- we haven't even mastered making games on the current bloody systems. Never mind making them even more powerful. That, that's true, because, uh, you know, there was a huge controversy during PlayStation's conference. They were like, oh, they're running this on the Neo and uh, blah, blah, blah. They confirmed they were all running on the PS4, which baffled me. People thought they were running on the Neo, because if you've seen Uncharted 4 run on a PlayStation 4, that game is gorgeous. Yep. And, and even games like grand theft auto 5 gorgeous on xbox and ps4 so i'm baffled that it seems like we're just now gonna use all the power of the ps4 and xbox one for the new consoles but like right before the new consoles come out and then boom you're gonna have like 
it's essentially you're filling up a one story house, but all of a sudden you fill it up all the way. But oh, wait, the house is six stories tall. <laughs> that That's the only way I know how to describe it. Yeah, because, you know, last generation with the 316 PS3, I feel like we they did not reach the maximum power of those consoles until GTA 5 came out, which, which was right two months the before end. the new consoles came out. Yeah. yeah. So and like this generation, they already, you know, they're knocking on the door real quick. So I think it's a step in the right direction. And again, with Microsoft, especially promoting cross play and being able to play between Windows 10, Xbox Slim the Scorpio and the OG Xbox one. I'm excited because I'm, if anything that just connects more people together, like some of my friends don't have an Xbox one, but they have PCs. So guess what? We'll be able to play together now. So I'm I, very excited. I thought for that. that was really, really weird messaging though, that we have this new Xbox one S we have this new Scorpio that's coming, but if you don't want either of them, you can still play your game on PC. So don't bother getting them. Yeah, I do agree with that, but I was trying to think of unique scenarios, and the one scenario that came out to my head is that powerful computers take up a good bit of room. Yeah. And some people may not necessarily have the room. Like, for for instance, like me, you know, I don't have a place of my own yet, so I, I'm pretty much locked to one room for my stuff to go in. So I couldn't build a big, you know, powerful enough PC for something I'd be comfortable with yet, but I have enough room for an Xbox you're trying to cater to as many people as possible. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think it's necessarily we want you to choose one. I think it's just we're opening the options for a everybody. Like, I just got my Xbox One in December. Like, I'm not going to trade it in anytime soon, especially with them confirming that there's not going to be any Scorpio exclusive games. Why would I trade in my OG Xbox One? Why would you bother getting a Scorpio? Maybe I know some people that don't have Xbox One yet, and they're like, hey, this Scorpio sounds like a good idea. I'm confused with the Xbox Slim, though. Like, I can't imagine somebody being like, ooh, how about I grab this Xbox One Slim now and then grab the Scorpio in a year and upgrade? I can't imagine somebody doing that. So I am interested in the... I feel like, if anything, they should have came out at the same time. The Xbox Slim is kind of an admission that the first one was a giant clunky piece of crap. <laughs> Like you See, have an Xbox ha One, that thing yeah. is huge. <laughs> oh, for sure. The the I have the uh, the models they started making once they realized Connect was stupid. One thing I will say, it's not loud, or or it doesn't play clunky. Like my PlayStation Four is loud as hell. Yeah. But my Xbox One is not loud. But the thing is a monster. Like it's it like, takes up a whole top of like my little cabinet. It sits on. It's huge. It's like five, six times bigger than the Wii U. Yeah, probably at least four times bigger than the Wii U. I'm turning around looking yeah. uh, at it, but it's at least four times the size of the Wii U. So I think it was a good decision to make a smaller version because, I mean, that that could have been a holdup. I know that was a holdup with uh, a lot of people getting PlayStation 2s was the thing was gigantic. And then they made the PS2 Slim, which is what I had, which was the tiniest little baby console. Yeah. Any any games interest you from Microsoft? Sea of Thieves, for sure. Uh, just the, because... the whole MMO thing turns me off, but that's just my personal tastes. I am... The MMO thing definitely doesn't add interest for me, but I'm... I've so forever waited for a pirate game that has, like, multiplayer like that, so I guess the MMO thing would, you know, be okay in my book. I'm, I'm just so excited to play a game like that. Like, you don't even know. I would say Sea of Thieves was the best thing Microsoft showed off the top of my head. Scalebound looked good. Like, it's Platinum Games, so it should be good. It looked like they're they're kind of trying to make a male Bayonetta with dragons. Yeah, yeah. That, I also got that vibe from it. Which, I mean, if that was the case, that would be a great game. <laughs> so Because that lead character is the most bro-y thing I've ever seen in a video game. Oh yeah, let me let me throw on my beats and listen to dubstep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, which I mean, if anybody can pull off a game like that, it's platinum. So more yeah. power to them. Because like Bayonetta should not work on any level, but it does. Yeah. Oh, and Halo Wars Two. I loved Halo Wars One. So uh, Halo Wars Two is very exciting to me. Halo and Gears and all that. Actually, I was gonna say although all those FPS FPSs don't interest me in the slightest, the Call of Duty trailer during the Sony conference looked amazing. Oh, okay. So I got a little Call of Duty story for you. Years ago, I hated Call of Duty. I thought the games were repetitive. I thought they were boring. 
I couldn't get into the single player, the multiplayer, zombies, whatever. And it really turned the corner with the first PlayStation 4 Call of Duty, which is Call of Duty Ghost. That's a great game. I would say Call of Duty Advanced Warfare is even better. And I would say Black Ops 3 is, was probably the best game I played last year. And that's just being honest, which maybe not be helping my case. I can't remember which one was last year. But I'm pretty sure it was Black Ops 3. So bear with me. I'm excited for Infinite Warfare. I already have it pre-ordered. And that's literally all me and my friends played. Like We would play that at least every other night for about two or three months. And it, it's just a blast to play with multiple people. So I'm very excited for Infinite Warfare. And the fact that it comes with a remastered version of Modern Warfare, which was probably the last Call of Duty I liked up until Ghost, is a added bonus. Because it's basically just Call of Duty in space. What more yeah. do you want? <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty in space, and then you have zombies confirmed, and then the multiplayer is probably just going to get even more insane. Yeah, like, then... I'm super excited for it. And Modern Warfare remasters, the little, the little sprinkle on top. Yeah, it's it's just the icing on the cake. Like, will I play it? Probably a little, but do I need it? Absolutely not. It's just like the the little icing. And then we also had Ubisoft. I'm tr I'm trying to gather my words for Ubisoft. They did officially reveal the first Nintendo NX game. Well, technically it was the second. Well, so, well yeah, Zelda's technically the first. Zelda's the first. Yeah, just uh, dance but... 2017. Yeah, which is also coming out for the Wii. Yeah, well, all of them have come out in the Wii. Yeah. Like, they, they, EA has been releasing copies of FIFA on the Wii up until, like, 2015. FIFA, still in Brazil, comes out on PS2. Yeah. Like, up until, I know last year. Baffling. <laughs> yeah, so. It, Which... it, I, I found it quite interesting, because they revealed Just Dance as a an NX game. And then Ghost Recon, which is out next March, when the NX is out... They didn't say that's an NX game. Which is interesting. It, I found that quite interesting. Maybe when the, the NX is revealed, they were like, oh yeah, that Ghost Recon game is coming to NX as well. But it doesn't bode well for third-party support at the start if that game that's literally coming out in the NX launch window isn't an NX game. Here's the only issue that I could see stopping them. I feel like maybe Wildlands was so far into development by the point they got a dev kit, they were like, well, this would delay the process of this game coming out. Do you not think if, they could port it in nine months? But you think there would be a big enough audience to... Well, that, that's always the risk you're taking, whether or not that, one, enough people will buy the NX, and two, the people that buy the NX will be the kind of people that want to buy your Ghost Recon game. Yeah, so I I feel like that's a very small... I, see, I feel like with Nintendo consoles, the Nintendo console is the ultimate... Kind of first like, party? second console. Yeah. You buy like, Nintendo consoles to play Nintendo games. You don't play buy Nintendo, Nintendo consoles games. to play Call of Duty. Exactly. So, and this is the first generation. I actually have all three. I have the Wii U, the Xbox One, and the PS4. And I'm planning on getting an NX launch. If I play Wildlands, which the demo didn't really baffle, you know, blow the expectations out of the water like I had for it last year, I wouldn't play on NX. But you know what I would play on NX? Legend of Zelda. I'm, I'm going to play that game to death. <laughs> <laughs> and I... And here's the thing. I'll play that game probably more than any other game next year. I mean, if, I know that's a huge statement, but I'm willing to make it. It's so good. It's, it's, I want it so badly, Tanner. I want the game now. Like, Garrett, here's here's how Nintendo makes $4 billion. Here you go. Here's your launch lineup for the NX. Are you ready? Fire away. Super Smash Brothers Definitive Edition. With all the DLC. With all the DLC, yeah. Everything included. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Which I think is the, the biggest no-brainer. That's going to be a launch game. And if it's yeah. not, they're dumb. Just Dance 2017. Of course. And to, to icing on the cake, you launch Splatoon. You see, I, would, I thought you were going to say Super Mario Galaxy 3. I w see, I would have said that, but I read something today that I believe it was Miyamoto that said that we're still a ways off from a new Mario game. I don't believe him. Well... Are you calling him a liar? Well, they finished Super Mario 3D World in 2013. And unless they have all hands on deck for Zelda, which is actually, it, that might be the case. That might That's be exactly... very plausible because the biggest team Nintendo has ever had working on anything. Yeah, but I refuse to believe that they have not touched Mario in three years. I think they've touched it, but it's been uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Oh, yes, of course. Do you not think I, I, I'd release Mario Maker before I'd release Splatoon? Oh, I would absolutely. Okay, yep. But, well, hell, just port Mario Maker over there, too. Honestly, I'd, I'd make them free, but that's me being crazy. 
Like I, I'd say, here's your NX. Go out and buy the NX. Look, you get you get Mario and Splatoon for free. Hold on, how much would you make the launch, the launch console be? I have no idea how much it costs them to produce it, so I couldn't couldn't take a guess. Because uh, I feel like if you throw in those two games for free, you it it would bump up the cost a little bit. It would. But uh, uh, yeah, just do that. You make four bajillion dollars or whatever number I said. Though then, no doubt, no one will buy the NX, and everyone will be sad. Listen, Ooh. Garrett, I think right now the way we're talking we're two confirmed sales oh yeah i'm buying an x and like zelda was undeniably the most popular game coming out of e3 oh yeah for sure which i feel like they're doing something incredibly stupid if that game does not come out the same day the nx comes out it does it it does like like even even if they release a version of it two weeks before the nx comes out just for the wii u and then it launches with the nx i feel like that's stupid yep. it has to be the same day Look, Nintendo, as I think as I said this on the last episode, they don't want people buying this on Wii U. No, they don't. They want people buying this on NX, but they're giving it to Wii U owners so they don't piss them off. Yep. But they want that, you to play it on NX. But the it's like a make good with the Wii U audience. Yep. It's the the swan um, song if you bought a Wii U and you don't want an NX. Yes, absolutely. And I, f- because I feel like, I don't know if you've seen the side by side comparisons of like the video footage we saw of zelda like two years ago and the gameplay we saw of it but it, it seems to have went through a bit of a downgrade of course it did though yeah that wasn't but, a, like like in the same way the the death stranding trailer wasn't a game the, yeah. the thing nintendo released last two years ago wasn't a game either yeah absolutely but it makes me think well could the legend of zelda look like that i don't think the, it'll look like that i don't I think, know i think you're getting your hopes up it will look better but i don't it, think it'll it look will like look that. better well you have to consider if the nx because I think we both we can both agree the NX is at least going to be as powerful as the current PS4 and Xbox One. You would assume so. I would think those could probably run Legend of Zelda looking like it did in those videos. Uh, I think it would take a lot of work, especially for the game the size that they're saying it is. That That is true. I keep forgetting that the map is huge. It has to be one of the biggest maps, like, ever for a game. Because I think that record is currently held by Xenoblade Chronicles X. It's either that or just cause. And in fairness, they made a very nice looking game in Xenoblade Chronicles X as well. Yeah. That game, because at least Nintendo got the most out of the Wii U. You can see how like Zelda and Xenoblade pushed the Wii U to its limits. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, and again, the the Wii U has very nice looking games on it, like Super Mario 3D World and Mario Kart and all that. Because Nintendo know how to use art styles to accentuate their positives rather like they kind of hide they know the wii u is not the most powerful so like yeah. this this kind of watercolor cell shading stuff kind of hides that a little yep and it makes it look damn good um we, we got distracted from ubisoft basically yeah, south park and for honor are the other two things oh uh, well uh, south park looked great it did uh i pre-ordered it as soon as the the conference ended here's my problem with for honored or for honor it comes out the same day as Persona. I cannot. I I can't do that. So For Honor is out. It looks kind of like a, a Dynasty Warriors game. Yeah, with multiplayer, which is very interesting. Because, yeah. you know, I don't know if you remember, but last year they showed it. It was like a three-on-three MOBA thing. Yeah. It looked like, um, what's the name of that one? Chivalry. Yeah. It looked just like that, except less exciting yeah. somehow. But this, the one they showed this year looked great. And I'm interested in the game. But again, it comes out the same day as Persona. It comes out supposedly two weeks before Horizon if it doesn't get delayed. So, I mean, there's a lot of games next year. You're, a lot of people competing for spots. For Honor is out. Yeah, it's it, it has to be thrown out. But here's here's something I'm about to hit you with, Garrett, and you may be surprised. Okay. Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. I think I'm in that camp of people that actually enjoyed Watch Dogs 1. I think Watch Dogs 1 had an awful lot of good ideas. It did, and I think... Yeah, execution was a little shaky here and then, but yeah, it was. If if they got them right, great game. Yeah, and Watch Dogs Two, I think you're in the right environment. It looks like they're not going super super duper serious with this one. Yeah, they should go more like look at the cool stuff you can do with hacking. <laughs> yeah, I and I feel like that's the way they're going. There's more colors because I would say that was one thing about Watch Dogs One is that you were in the shittiest part of Chicago at all points of, in time. <laughs> they really did not make Chicago look like a nice place. No, they didn't. Which, uh, uh, who knows what Chicago looks like? I don't. But, uh, but no, San Francisco and supposedly, like, even more of California is going to be explorable. Like, Oakland and, like, Silicon Valley or whatever. 
I'm very excited for Watch Dogs 2. And I hope, I hope it hits its targeted release date. Which is? November 15th is the current release date for it. So that would put Battlefield 1 on October 21st, Skyrim on October 28th, Last Guardian on October 25th, Infinite Warfare on the 4th, Watch Dogs on the November 15th, Pokemon on November 18th, and then South Park on December 6th. You, you missed the most important one, Tanner, which is me smartly pivoting toward Paper Mario Color Splash October 7th. Oh, oh boy. Uh, Woo! Are, are you, are you going to get it? I thought the trailer, I thought because I watched all 40 minutes of the Treehouse display of it. Yeah. I thought it looked really good. Because I, I, mean, I think people have the attitude toward the, the newer Paper Mario games is the same thing they had toward Federation Force. It's like, this isn't the exact same as the Thousand Year Door. This isn't the game I want exactly the way I want it. So I hate it. And, and those people annoy me. Judge a game on what something is, not what you want it to be or what it isn't. Agreed. And I think, you know, a lot of people didn't like Kirby when they showed K Kirby, but, you know, Kirby looks really damn good. And Kirby's gotten great reviews. Yeah, I know people have a problem with the card system, but it, what's the difference between just flicking cards and picking moves? There is none. <laughs> it's just a different way of doing it. Yeah, uh, no, I totally agree with you. I, I'm just not a big Paper Mario fan, if I'm being honest. I didn't even like Thousand Year Door that much. Ooh, you see people, I, I've never played it because it's impossible to get now without paying through the nose for it. Yeah. But uh, that's another thing. Nintendo, release your GameCube games on the eShop. Yeah, I've, I've never played it. I played some of the original Paper Mario and some of Super Paper Mario, which are both I thought were good games. Yeah. But it looks What's, gorgeous. What was the Wii one called? Super Paper Mario. Okay. I played that one as well. Yeah. Because the, the, the new one, Color Splash, out October 7th. It looks absolutely beautiful. It, no, the game looks great. Again. that's just, that, But that's Nintendo. They, yep. they make good looking games. It's just like, here's a bunch of color. It's lovely to look at. Uh, what else did Nintendo revealed Box Box Boy, which is out on the 30th. Yeah, that's... I, you were very excited for that on Twitter. I was so excited. I, I love Box Boy. Box Boy is such a good game. So, I, I'm I'm happy for you. Here's the real uh, bomb being dropped. Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. I'm salty. Came out yesterday in North America. Shop. But does it come out till October in Europe? If I'm October, correct. October Tanner. October. <laughs> but you, but you guys do get a physical release. I don't care. I'd rather have a digital release now than a physical release in October. Wait, hold on. Don't you have a North American 3DS? I do, but uh, that's a pain to get credit for. I feel like it would take less than four months. It would take less than four months, but they, they wouldn't accept my Visa card. So I'd have to go on to like PlayAsia and get American eShop credit and then put it onto my 3DS. And then I'm not sure do I have enough room on my 3DS SD card. It's it's a, it's a, it's a whole deal, Tunnel. Could you not do it through Amazon? I probably could. I feel like it'd be a lot easier to do on Amazon. <laughs> Don't you criticize my ways. Wow. I, I just saw this. Starting tomorrow, six GameStop stores are demoing the PSVR. Sure. Of which, You want to know where the six are? Go on. Okay. Two of them in New York, one in New Jersey, two in California, one in Florida. All right. Florida's close-ish to you. <laughs> uh, not that close. It's the closest. Wait, hold on. This is Ont Ontario CA. I don't know if that means game California or Canada in this case. Uh, I don't think there's GameStops in Canada. Yeah, and there's there's Ontario in California. I'm, but... I'm looking. Hold on. Uh, It is Canada. Okay. No, it's not. It's California. Why the hell is it? So it's not even the GameStop. It's an EB Games, but it's an EB Games in Ontario, sure. California. That's just very confusing. Did Nintendo reveal anything else? They had a bunch of Pokemon and Pokemon Go footage. Uh, I think you're forgetting the most important thing Nintendo unveiled, and that's the Waluigi Amiibo. I actually, while I'm extremely excited for the Waluigi Amiibo, the glow-in-the-dark Boo is is the one I want. I've fortunately pre-ordered Waluigi. I'm thinking just going full on stupid with it and pre-ordering Boo and Diddy Kong. I think Diddy Kong also looks great. You don't want um Daisy. I have no interest in any of the other ones. Oh, poor Daisy. Trying to best, oh, and you're like, get out of here, Daisy. I don't want To it. be fair, I can probably find those in stores. I figure Walu Waluigi and Boo are going to be the hardest to find. Yeah. I but just, I don't know why, but I feel like in my head, those are going to be the two hardest to find. I say that Wario was the first one to sell out on Amazon, and as of this moment, it's still currently unavailable on Amazon. Wario's a popular character. But more popular than, than Waluigi? 
yes, I would probably say Waluigi has his, his niche following, and I am very much hashtag team Waluigi. Mm -hmm. But I don't think a lot of people like Waluigi. Well, those people are wrong. I mean, and the amiibo looks great. It does. In fairness, all of the amiibo look great now. Yeah, that is true. Even the new, the three new ones they showed for Legend of Zelda, they all looked great. I want that Archer one. I want it. But they just, they look so big. They do, but I want it. Gary, I don't have any more room for Amiibo. See, I thought I was at the out of the Amiibo game. I thought I was in the clear. Then and then like, Nintendo just comes out with 10 new Amiibo at E3, and I'm like, wow, I want eight of those. <laughs> Get rid of some of those little silly pops. Well, <laughs> Garrett, let's calm down. Have you not seen the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive pops yet? I, I don't look at pops. Oh, well, you're missing out because they all look great. We've already done a show on pops, Tanner. <laughs> I can <laughs> I can make this another show on pops. Speaking of pops, I, I got a bone to pick with Twitter. Fire away. So, as, as you know, I, I hadn't been on Twitter much in the last week. Uh, you know, real life doing doing real life things. Watching E3, I believe, was your real life thing. Well, that was one of them, but the other, I had uh, I had some company over at my house for a couple of days, but nobody informed me that Chopped Grill Masters was coming back on TV. I have no idea what that is. You know, Chopped? Have you heard of Chopped? I've heard of Chopped. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chopped Grill Masters is Chopped with the Grill Masters. Okay. <laughs> and nobody, which is the best version of Chopped by far. It's the and biggest crossover on me. cooking TV, is it? Uh, it's on Food Network. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything is just backwards where you are is what I'm hearing. Yeah. In fairness, we, we, we had Gordon Ramsay first, then we inflicted him on you. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh no, and nobody informed me that Child Grill Master is coming at it. I'm very disappointed in uh all eleven hundred odd people that follow me on Twitter. <laughs> they didn't run straight to you. That they was like, Oh, Child Grill Masters need to inform Tanner. You know, I get tweeted about a lot of stupid stuff. This would have been something I appreciated, and I <laughs> wasn't even notified. I'll make sure to remind you when it's back next year. <laughs> you won't need to, Garrett. <laughs> Start crying. You you have like Google alerts set up and everything. Yeah, I'll I'll set something up. I'll know next year. Oh, uh, we're coming up in an hour. Jesus. So, I think definitively, Sony won E3. I, I would I would say you would have to say Sony won E3, even though personally in my heart of hearts. Uh, wait, hold on. We didn't talk about the new Pokemon that was shown in Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Some of them are weird looking. I didn't like any of them. Uh, Young Goose, Grubbin, and the bird. Young, Pika Goose Pick. Was, Young Goose was terrifying. I'm a big fan of all the Pokemon designs so far this generation. Yeah, I, I didn't care for much of the, the ones that were revealed this year or this week. You don't like the bird? The bird is pretty cool, but the, the other two are nah. Well, Garrett, one, one out of three ain't bad. I suppose we'll take it. They yeah. didn't reveal much about Pokemon. I thought, like, uh, obviously, they... they they streamlined some of it. You, you see what's, what moves are super effective now, and you can actually see whether your Pokemon are minus one attack or whatever, which is a, a nice little touches, but nothing kind of... Here's the reason why this game is different from other Pokemon games. Uh, Battle Royal mode? Yeah, Fatal but that, 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 that's... It's every time they like they did the, the triple battles and the, the rotation battles and that kind of stuff, and they're, they're fun ones, and then you kind of never pay attention to them again that is true i every time i even now when i battle online it's still either in straight singles or tag yeah tag doubles so and pokemon go but nah <laughs> i'm not gonna pay 35 dollars for a stupid watch no nah, that's just to try and drag in suckers and make money out of them <laughs> yeah but uh i'll download it I'll, I'll walk around and try to catch pokemon yeah so i pretty much do it now i just don't have a phone and it's compatible in some way with sun and moon which is smart and a no-brainer yeah, uh, especially if like if I'm able to catch uh, a Squirtle in in uh, Pokemon Go and trade it over to Sun and Moon, yeah, which I, okay. I assume you should be able to do. There's no reason why you should not be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So, but here's what's going to be the the bad part is if you're going to need that watch to do so. Well, that that, that I, I go throwing that watch at Miyamoto <laughs> all the way from Ireland to Japan. Yeah. I have a good wrist on me, Tanner. You got you got a damn good arm. <laughs> so yeah, Sony won. Nintendo second, Microsoft third, I would have said. Because I think Zelda really did make up for a lot of Nintendo's shortcomings at E3. I, I, see, in my heart of hearts, I have to give it to Nintendo. I don't think Nintendo showed one bad thing at E3, to be honest. Yeah, and Treehouse, Treehouse was professional and smart and fun, as it yes. always is. Yes, and you have to assume we're, we'll probably get a direct sooner rather than later. 
Yeah, I would have said end of August, by the very, very latest, we will know what the NX is. Yeah, and I, I know during our first E3 preview, we said end of July, but that was before they were bringing other games. And they bought other games, who knew? Yeah, they brought Box Boy, they brought a new freaking SpaghettiOs Mario, Par- Mario Party. Oh yeah, I'm not interested in that at all. Well, but, uh, it's, Mar- it's Mario Party. It's, it yeah, I, I can't get hyped up for Mario Party at this point. Although, I'm glad it exists, because I know a lot of people wanted a 3DS Mario Party whatever. Yep, and so. they, they brought Paper Mario, they brought Box Boy, they released Rhythm Heaven in America. Stupid NOE. Uh, well, you know what? I'm glad. So yeah, Nintendo had a good E3. I would see in my heart, I say Nintendo won. They beat Sony. I would say so. Just because everything with Sony is so far away, it, with Nintendo, you know all that crap is coming out within the next calendar year. And and Zelda, and I was talking about this on Twitter, where Sony released a bunch of two to five minute trailers. Mm-hmm. Nintendo actually brought a real game in Zelda. Yeah, uh, Zelda pretty much had a let's play. Yeah, if we're being honest. There was practically a let's play of Legend of Zelda in two percent of the map. Yeah, they showed off like seven or eight hours of that game, and mm-hmm. I still feel like I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen anything that game has to offer in that area, and then not to mention you uh, increase that by fifty times. Yep. Good lord. And can we can we talk about how good that trailer was? Oh, the trailer was fantastic. Trailer might have been the best thing of all E3. Yeah, that music was so good. Like, everything about it was great. And there was a few things on Sony's side I was disappointed they didn't show that would have pushed Sony to number one. Yeah. Such as Nino Kuni 2. Yep. But, uh, you know, you, you can't have it your way all the time. Yeah. And if Sony if... ain't no, you know, Burger King or whoever <laughs> does have it your way. And if Sony had games that were coming out this year, I'd be like, yeah, you won. Yeah, if so yeah, if if one of those great looking games Sony showed was coming out this year, aside from Last Guardian, which I'm still not 100% sold on, that's coming out this year, I would absolutely said Sony won. But I guarantee you all those games will be at E3 next year, give or take one. Yeah. So, I'm surprised actually with the delay they showed none of No Man's Sky. That okay. So that was what really like at the end of the conference I'm like there's no No Man's Sky being shown, and we're less than two months away from it. I'm Garrett. I'm going to go on record right now and say I think it's getting another delay. Ooh. And I think this time it's going to be a big one. Next summerish. I would say yeah. May June next summer. Like the, pretty much the timetable they had set for it this year, next year. Oof, that would be a big hit. Yeah, that would be a, a very big hit. But I think that's what's going to happen. And I think we can definitively say The Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild was the game of E3. Oh, absolutely. It was the game of E3. I mean, even people I know that aren't the biggest Nintendo fans were like, Legend of Zelda looks great. It looks so good. Tenor, I want it. Why won't they release it? Listen, Garrett, when it comes out, I'm going to fly to Ireland. Oh, Garrett, hear me out. Go on. It's probably going to come out close to WrestleMania time next year. If it does, I'm not going. How about this? I'll bring my NX and Legend of Zelda to Orlando. We play Legend of Zelda WrestleMania weekend in a hotel room in Orlando. If I go, I, I would definitely. <laughs> you got to go, Garrett. If I go. I, you got to. If. You got to go if. You got to. <laughs> anyway, before we go down our plugs. Follow me on Twitter, as always, at Tanner1495. And uh, I also recently and by recently i mean yesterday started a another writing endeavor entitled the burning banter which uh, i know garrett's not a big fan of the name but it's a pun on kento kobashi's super finisher the burning hammer i still don't like it it has the word banter in a tenor i understand garrett but it's it's the irish fault the irish is at fault so uh if you if you want to i currently have two pieces on there one's like a, a blog reflection and then another one is uh, talking about does pro wrestling have a uh, d- have a prize fighter in it, uh, which is something uh, different than I've more different than I've usually written. So you can check that out, burningbanter.wordpress.com. You should go there right now after you finish listening to this. Yes, if you finish all one hour or something of it. Yeah, <laughs> which bless you, uh, Rob Reed. Yes, if you if, <laughs> there's another Rob test. Is this if you got this far, send us a yeah. tweet. <laughs> Rob, you have to send me and Garrett a tweet with the timestamp. And you have one week. If you don't do it, you're officially banned from all the weekend show and podcast today. You're banned from everything. You're banned from Ireland. 
And as producer of the, the podcast today, you can you have that kind of authority. I do have that power. As producer of podcast today, I have that power. Actually, and, if, uh, if anyone has gotten this far in the episode, send me a tweet at Garrett Kidney, G A or or E T T K D N E Y. I'm also the fourth kidney brother now. So yes, we have adopted you. Yeah, that's why Ed actually tweet, tweeted us and said, "I have accepted Tanner as one of us." Yeah, he's in the other room. You see, he can probably hear me. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Uh. Tanner, thanks for coming on again. Uh, no problem. Anytime, Garrett. I'm sure I'll have you back sometime, probably next week for something. Yeah, probably next week. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to podcast today. You can find new episodes every single day at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSK. The weekend show is on. It's quote unquote summer hiatus until next weekend. We'll be back next weekend. And uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube. Hit me up on Twitter at Garrett Kidney. Thanks for listening and bye-bye. Bye. I'm editing your bye out. <laughs> <laughs>